can, can we do presents now? What do you mean presents? What are presents? What? what? Uh, Hurst laughs and says, yeah, Lachlan's been getting things together for everyone uh, over the last week. Uh, not just you all, apparently. Apparently the rest of us as well. And from under the table, Lachlan produces a sack and it clinks. Wow. Wow. Regular Crimson Abbas here. I just, we, you know, we got a lot of money. I wanted to do something nice. Oh, that's, huh. Alviva Lachlan turns to you and he pulls out a small cloth bundle and he hands it to you. Thank you. Uh, can I open it right now? Please. Yes. Uh, wait, no, it goes to Lachlan's voice. It's like, <clears throat> uh, yeah, please op- open it now. <laughs> Okay. I know it's so silly. <laughs> I tear it open. Inside is a significant portion of jerky. <gasps> My favorite. And he says, I managed to procure some lamb meat and some herbs and spices, and I have prepared for you some uh local jerky. Thank you. You know how much I love jerky. I take a big bite. It sounds delicious. It is indeed lamb. Uh, there's a little bit of dried fat on it that gives it a nice crisp. And the spices are just a little bit hot. It's like a kind of salami. Oh, this is so Ooh. good. Breadsticks, breadsticks, get over here. I give some to breadsticks. Breadsticks, like, drives a bit, throws it into the air and catches it and guzzles it down. Yeah. I hope she makes a little, like, like a, one of those, like, little sort of, like, purry musical notes of just fe- of just being very pleased with herself. She makes a little gulp sound first, like a, and oh then, and then she does a shapuri sound, and she curls up around uh, around Alviva's neck and tries to tries to steal more away. Uh 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 uh. We haven't we haven't accord breadsticks. You'll get more <laughs> later. But I know there's only one way that this will be safe, and I floosh out my cloak to add to the jerky constellation, which is already the biggest constellation in the night sky that is my cloak. <laughs> The jerky goes into your cloak and forms a starry wireframe while breadsticks grumpily nibbles on one of your earlobes. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's the accord. That's the agreement. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lachlan. It's very thoughtful. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, happy, happy to. Going down the list, which I just have here, he produces a set of jumbo-sized playing cards for Mr. Hurst. The backs of them have firearms, depictions of guns, <laughs> painted on them. Oh, no kidding. That plus the cribbage board. Mr. Hurst's like, ooh, I can actually, you know, hold these properly. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe you'll be able to build a house of cards with these. That's the idea. Now, Arturos. Huh? They only had fish oil in town, so I took the liberty of buying some olive oil from a passing trader. Oh! <gasps> Yes. And it gives you a big sealed jar, like sealed with wax, uh, that has olive oil in it. This can be used, you know, for hair, body, personal, you know. <laughs> oh, we're getting personal here. Oh, yeah, you should, you should <laughs> definitely see if that, uh, if, if that, like, hunter lady is still about. Artie. Oh, uh, well, huh, yeah, no. The one you were. <laughs> no, yeah. The one yeah. you were, Yeah. Yeah. Artie, you can get it. Funny you should mention it. You're you're sitting in the outside area, and walking past is in fact the blacksmith you were interested in the other day. 
Oh, him too. Yeah. And you see him uh, go into a house, and inside it, you actually see the hunter lady through the door, and then the door closes behind them. So you know where they live now. Sorry, do we have anything important to do? Nope. Have fun, Artie. Go for it, bud. Okay, bye. Artie runs. <laughs> He's going to use that whole bottle. So, Artie, you knock on the door. You you basically you jump the railing down uh, and go over to the, the nearby house and knock on the door. And it opens, and the rest of you, you see the Minotaurs look surprised for a moment, then look down, see him, and the Huntress uh, drags him inside and the door slams shut. <laughs> Fade to black. Uh, Juliana just raises her glass like, good for him! <laughs> now, uh, Lachlan reaches in the bag and says, alright, for Wynn, this is for you. And he pulls out what appears to be clearly paintbrushes. But they are soft enough when you touch them, you realize to use for makeup. Oh! Clearly a lot of time was spent treating the bristles to make them sufficiently soft. Lachlan, this is so nice! She says, reaching out for them and, like, picking them up and, and, and testing them. I'm going to want to use these as soon as we get back on the ship. Uh, I, I'm glad. Uh, like, they, they only had paintbrushes, but I experimented a bit and found a, a mix of... Just the right solution of acid was enough to soften up the bristles. Oh, these are these are perfect. I'm going to be able to, especially I can do my eyes and my contouring very well with this. Uh, I'm glad. He's he looks pleased a little bit, a little bit uh, embarrassed. Blush, not embarrassed. More like he he might only have eyes for Jill, but it's still a pretty lady telling him he did a good job. So you know, <laughs> you know that's fair. He still wants to be called a good boy. <laughs> He rummages around and pulls out a, a jar of a different kind of oil, this one with uh, a more utilitarian label. And he says, oh, captain, my captain, this is for you. And it is some gun oil. Basically, it's uh, some extra grit points in combat for her. Nice. And last of all, Jill, wait. yours was at the very bottom. Wait, Sorry about wait. that. Wait, Last of all, what about Cara and Veli? Uh, I've already given them theirs. Or rather, oh. Cara didn't want anything. And Veli and I worked it out, but you don't want what I gave them. It's it's just blood and bone from the butcher. Oh yeah, no, that'd be that's 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 great for uh for the soil. Yeah. And and Veli just gives like a little thumb up thumbs up and says, <laughs> Yeah, don't come in our room anytime soon. Uh Lachlan made it smell nice outside, but it's not nice inside. Not <laughs> not for enough. you fleshies. And last of all, Jill, Lachlan hands you a small wooden box. And inside that wooden box are pale fingernail-sized tablets. And he says, I, I know you were having trouble with uh, your shrines in space. So this is flameless incense. You just put a tablet in water and it'll sink to the bottom. Oh. Um, oh. And make its incense bubble out into the air without any fire. Oh. Just don't touch it with wet hands. So I could actually do something in the in the phlogiston? I that's right. Wow. That is so thoughtful. Thank you. I had to buy it off some gnomes who came through. They were the only ones who could even conceive of it, let alone <laughs> produce it, but they did. <laughs> she gives him a kiss on the cheek. Oh. He he turns like a dark green. Thank you. Well, no. And he, he doesn't know what to say. He just scratches the back of his head and says, well, anyway, uh, I, I'm glad you're all back. Yeah. And, it's... and takes a drink. And the captain says, it is good to have you back. I suppose this is now where we're going to bring up the talk. Uh-oh. Don't worry, it's, uh -oh. it's, it's, it's uh -oh. okay. Uh-oh. 
We're all going to no, get listen. fired. We're all going to be so fired. They're going to ditch us here and leave us forever. Look. <laughs> yeah, this no, is a goodbye really party. We're dead. Will you all be quiet, please? We live please? here now. Captain speaking. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you. Mr. Hurst and I have been talking. We've been talking about the way the ship is run. And we've decided first that we're going to hold off on the reviews for now because some changes need to be made. Oh. The first change is oh. that everyone is getting a raise. What? Oh, cool. You have all been bringing in so much money to this ship. It's kind of ridiculous. We are currently working out the new pay rate. And when the numbers are crunched, it'll come into effect and you'll be back paid from the date, like from today. Is oh, this acceptable shit. for you? Sure. Yes. We're also calculating ways to support you on your mission. Equipment funding, potentially ship upgrades, things like that. Because we've been talking and we realize it feels, seems like you lot. We are the only people keeping this cult from taking over the universe. And I just feel like that sometimes. Could be, yeah. I think this isn't about us anymore. So we're going to officially throw our hats in the ring. Thanks, you guys. Well, shit. Thank you. No worries. We've, we've even honestly thought about, uh, should I tell them? And Mr. Hurst says, yeah, yeah, tell them. We, we've even discussed the possibility of with the amount of money you've brought in selling the Kestrel and buying a new ship, but we'll have to, that's, that's long-term, but it might be faster and safer. Wow. Oh. Cause I don't know about you, but I like having a galaxy to live in. Yeah. <laughs> All my stuff's here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All my stuff's here. <laughs> well. Oh, I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, where is Bondar sitting in relation to Jill? Probably, let's see, it's it's four square tables pressed together. So where would you like to be sitting for this? I don't know. I just want to, like, lean across and sort of, like, hold out my hand for, like, I don't know, like, not not like, not like a formal handshake, but like a predator handshake. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're like, let's say you're sitting diagonally across the table. Yeah. And you lean over and Bondar kind of awkwardly looks at Hurst and Hurst nudges her and she reaches out and takes your hand. All right. Sounds like a plan, then. Uh, Finn signs to everyone that it's a relief to see that the cult can be defeated, and he asks where the next base is. Well, that's a good question, and Jill's going to start, like, leafing through her notes. I mean, that's the f that's not the first thing we've got to do, though. Yeah, we need to actually head back to Storm Space first, so Alviva can meet her sunkled. And uh, the captain nods and says... So, Storm Space next? Yes. And there's something else. Yes? What is it? Uh, okay, so you know how we were talking on, uh, on, on Ayalara about maybe going to Vodon? I do. Well, I think this is... <sighs> Look, I got this message from His Royal Highness... The Crown Prince of Odon, King Jackass the Third. Um. So the captain rolls her eyes into infinity. Yeah, and you've seen what infinity looks like. She can actually do that. <laughs> yeah, same actually. But <laughs> look, we should probably try to help. And Win was able to decipher this message that was all scrambled in Thieves' Can about going to. Uh, Odessa and Artemisia. Yeah, in Kofu space. 
Oh, we do need all the allies we can get. A place called Cairo. All right, all right. I've been to Odessa before. Do you know where Cairo is? Uh, I'm sure we can find it once we're there. But if we could head in that direction, that'd probably be good, and, well, if we can help Vodan not be what sounds like chaotic as shit, that would probably be good for Wild Space. Funny you mention it. Kara, can you show people the new maps? And um, Kara rolls her eyes and says, yes, ma'am, and pulls some new star charts out of her pack, which are with her. But the gist of it is now that there is actually a shorter route to Kofu space than you previously thought. Because previously you would have had to go through Cabal space, Kryn space, Tide space, and then Kofu space. But now yeah. you can go to Storm space and then Ooh. take a shortcut through Static space and then onto Kofu space. Now, I've never, we've never been to Static space. What's that? And Lachlan pipes up and says, oh, oh, that's that's where Eberron is. That's my home sphere. Oh! Okay. Okay, so we could head back to Storm Space and then take care of everything with Alviva, and then we cut up through Static Space and over to Kofu Space, yeah? And that's... Yeah, that's we'll, not probably bad. Have to, we'll have to probably stop in uh, Corvair to get some resupplies, so you might even yeah. get to see Sean. Oh. Huh. Sure. Just for a day. Yeah. yeah, okay. But sounds great. Uh if that if that works for you, Captain, obviously that's uh yeah. And Bonda nods and she says, Look, we we need all the allies we can get. And Max probably has contacts, so <sighs> probably I think this is for the best. Okay. Veli agrees and says, Look, I would rather keep the material plane intact. I'd rather not have to go back to the astral plane. This is not good. Uh, didn't know that about you, but sure. <laughs> and Bella's like, yeah, you never asked. Well, that's because you're way too cool to talk Veli to. Too cool. You're way too cool to talk yeah, to. Yeah, that's Veli. that. That seems like a you problem. Veli doesn't respond to that and looks away. Lachlan laughs and like <laughs> nearly snorts wine up his nose. <laughs> we are not good enough to talk to cool people, Veli. That's just how yeah. it is. Deal with Lachlan's it, like, <laughs> Veli, cool. Right. Yep. Hey, every time we've called Veli cool before, they've just said thanks. Yep, they would. <laughs> the coolest, aren't you, Veli? And Veli's like, sure. The only thing that else of note that happens tonight is that uh, Kara has been downing the wine, and she's sitting next to Lachlan on the other side of you, Jill. And um, she pulls as as the night goes on, she gets a little bit rowdier, and she uh, pulls Lachlan down to her and says, "Hey." Hey, Lachlan, listen, man, don't, don't fucking do this. Don't get attached. And Lachlan's like, Kara, you're drunk. Stop it. And she's like, no, man, this always happens. Fucking kick the bitch to the curb. Fucking, I know, don't do it. And the captain looks at her and sharply, like, reprimands her and Kara shuts the fuck up. But uh, once you all head back to the ship, Jill, you hear... Something you've never heard before. And that is the sound of Kara crying in her bunk. Okay, not going to bed for a while then. <laughs> Just gonna let that one play out. Elsewhere, on the ship, in the wardroom. It's fine, there's a couch. There's a couch. Not dealing with that one. Do you want my bed? You want my bed? I don't even sleep. Uh, you know, it, it, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. 
Jillian is going to search the probably I assume toolbox is probably just curled up in a chair in the wardroom. She's just going to scoop up toolbox, open the door and just whoop. No, <laughs> just toss the cat in there and just close the door. Also, if uh, if while Alviva's sleeping, any random books fall on your head, just toss them to the side. It happens sometimes. Yeah, can do. <laughs> oh, it's it smells like perfume in this. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, come morning, down at the docks, uh, at the front of the ship, you see Artie and the Huntress and the Blacksmith. The Blacksmith is walking funny, and Artie and the Huntress are being very cute together. Hey, bud. Have a good night. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Good for you. We're getting raises. I, I already got my raise. Okay, yeah, what? you know, I walked into that one. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get on board. I'll, I'll catch you up. Amazing. Oh, uh, and we do need to stop by to see Coralia. Uh, Juliana will basically just, unless everybody wants to come with, Juliana will basically just go up and check in with her, say that we're probably going to be leaving soon. Wynne will go with, just so that Jill's not alone, uh, but doesn't necessarily interact too much. Okay. Jill and Wynne, you head up to the temple, and Coralia is out the front, uh, sweeping stones and leaves off the path. Hi. She sees you approaching, she says, oh, good, good morning. How are you? Uh... Way better after a night's sleep. Uh, we're gonna be heading out soon. Um, you said you wanted to talk to us before that, though. Yes, I just wanted to thank you. I, after thinking about what my mother would have wanted, I have decided to invest the diamond back into the town. Oh, try and that's great. Make this place a bit nicer, because you know it's it's clear that we're not up to interstellar standards of trade and such like. So I'd like to try and make things a bit better. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Got a, I've got a few of the town elders on board, so we shouldn't have too much trouble with that. Well, is everyone willing? Good luck. Thank you. Was there something you wanted to talk with me about? Uh, she's just kind of to kind of take Crawley aside, just like um, what's it mean when uh, if Baphomet says he's interested in you, just 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 hypothetically. Coralia's raises an eyebrow. Hypothetically speaking. It means that you need to be very, very careful. Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically speaking. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Uh, what if he, what if, what if, what if he gives you a, 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 a magic item that makes a dog? Hypothetically. Coralia says, that is so out of my wheelhouse. <laughs> I... Please be careful. Right. Don't die? Yeah, hypothetically. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Thanks. Uh, good luck with the town. Thank you. Goodness me. <laughs> yeah. Will you be Okay. Bye! Bye! And she kind of awkwardly waves to you as you leave. Yeah. When? When? You ready to go? Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Uh, so I think I'm just gonna go back and get settled. Probably in that little, like, sometimes I tuck myself up in the kind of the bottom of the ship. Just find a quiet little place so I can call Down by the fees! Yeah. Down in the holes? By lawnmower. You're in, you're in, the ship's in water. The ship's in water. You can't be on the underside. Oh, dang it. 
But you can be down in the hold, and, and Lawnmower can have gone down there for the night if you want. Yeah, I'll hang out with Lawnmower in the hold. Okay. Uh, Yeah, and I guess I'll take my, my little communication badge and see if I can get Sunkle on the phone. Okay. Uh, You say the command word, and you feel it kind of pulse with a little bit of energy. And about a minute passes, and then you hear a voice. And it says, uh, hello, Alviva? Hi, yes, yes, this is Alviva. Hi, uh, is everything okay? Well, uh, I saw the whole universe. You should go chronological. Um. You, you're calling me to tell you that you went traveling? No, like literally all of it in my head. Uh, I guess it's not too important. I don't know what's important and what's not. That's why I need you advice. How about I'll do this the other way. I'm a star heart, apparently. You hear Kieran, on the other hand, pause for a moment. And you hear him turn away from the commuter and say, the communicator, and say, Sika! Hey, Sika! <laughs> you hear a voice saying, yeah, what's up? I need you here right now. You hear, a, you hear a rumbling sound, and, and then you hear Sierka's voice saying, What's happening? Oh, oh, we're talking, we're talking to Alviva. Hi, Alviva. Uh, hi, Sierka. How are you doing? Their voice is very chipper, and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm great. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. A lot's been happening. I was just catching uh, Kieran up on the news. And what news is that? Well, uh, my chest exploded. Bloated in a good way, and I annihilated scary cultist, and I think I'm a star heart. Ta-da! <laughs> there is about thirty seconds of dead silence on the other end, and then you hear whispering like, "What are you gonna? No, what are you? No, what are you? What? What? What, what, what did? But he... And then, then you hear, "Fine, fine. Uh, how about you start from the beginning and tell me everything?" Okay. I summarize what we've been doing here in the the cult and like that kind of thing, um, and everything doing with the cultists. Sierka sounds very supportive. They say very nice things. They're just generally asking how you're feeling. Kieran seems a bit more concerned. And as you reach the end of your story, he says, "That's a lot." I was kind of hoping that you'd tell me that the Star Wardens are all Star Hearts and that it's all connected. Is that not true? Um, no, we're not. Mm. However, I can reach up the chain and ask for some resources. Maybe we have uh, Starheart, have had Starheart members. Maybe we have some training on that somewhere. It's been a long time. I would appreciate that. And honestly, and like Aviva kind of like looks around the storeroom and just kind of confirming like it's just lawnmower. And it is just lawnmower. Yeah. And breadsticks, but that's it. Yeah. I I know that I I I tend to just have been taking life as it comes and goes, but a lot of stuff's been happening recently, and I feel like it's kind of too much to ignore. And I really want to get answers and get a hold on this. And you are the main person that I know who has the connections to do this. But I want to take this part seriously because my understanding is that there's not a lot of star hearts on top of everything else going on so i yes yeah, so if we can meet up um i actually had a vision of us hanging out 
at Grayson's house. You remember my dad? This is my biological oh, dad. Really? Yeah, we were hanging out. All my friends were there, and we were getting high. Uh, if that's a thing that you um, do, it's like a vision or something. Yeah, but it was from that well I told you about, which makes me think that maybe, yeah, more a vision, less a dream. So maybe we can meet up there. I feel like it's something that should happen. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, yeah, Siaka and I are in Crin Space. We can be there in uh, in what do you reckon? Uh, I I could get there in about a week. Yeah, we could we could be there in about a week to meet you whenever you arrive if you're on your way there now uh i think it sounds like probably the first thing we'll do so that sounds good also like have i told you that the duke of stardust and the quicksilver knight are my patrons where are we even at in like the like the gods well, yeah not okay gods, but the personifications so that hasn't happened yes uh i'm pretty sure like 90 percent sure that those are where my powers are coming from and that's why i keep having the dreams about the stars and the quicksilver and everything like that and they sound really cool there's a, a guy called brimothy uh who's bringing me a thesis i think he called it and i'm hoping that'll help but i've heard that they like to party which is also why I think that the whole doing drugs at my dad's house might bring us some answers. And I'm aware that sounds like a weird sentence, but I think that it might be true. Honestly, at this point, weirdness is just everything. Everything is weird. Yeah. And I think, Alviva, you spend, you spend like an hour going over these things with him, just telling him where Grayson's house is, telling him how you're holding up Sierka asks a lot of questions about how you're doing after that hour or so of conversation you hear Sierka kind of nudging Kieran and Kieran's like I, that's why would I and they're like just do it just do it and and Kieran's like I just want wanted you to know that I'm proud of you for <gasps> holding up through this there I said it yeah, good. Now, don't uh, don't act like it's, it's uh, one and done. She's got to hear. She's got to say it back. Uh, yeah. Um, right. Thank you. Yeah. Well, don't get used to it. Um, <laughs> talk to you later. He hung up on me. <laughs> oh my god! And then, and then, in moments later, you feel the thing buzzing again. You feel the co the communicator buzzing again. I let it buzz for a little bit, and then I answer. <laughs> And it's you hear Sierka's voice like, "I'm sorry. He's not used to being emotional. He's gone off. He's he's panicked a bit." That's okay. Thank you, Sierka. Uh, he's trying, and that's I appreciate that. It's a lot. It is a lot. They laugh and say, "Oh, he is trying, all right." <laughs> Sometimes attempts are being made. <laughs> well, thank you. You've been through so much, and. I look forward to seeing you again. You too. Okay, you take care now, right? Yeah, thank you. You you as well. Have safe space journeys. But I know you'll you'll kick ass. You you'll be fine. Damn right. <laughs> uh, give us the give us a bell when you're on your way. Okay. Oh, sorry. When you when you're nearly there. Sure. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
And Aviva oh just God. plays fetch with lawnmower to sublimate, just, or not sublimate, just like let the feeling settle. Nothing like playing fetch with a snail. Oh, we have that laser pointer. We we got him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Karen is upgraded from Sunkle to Sand Dad. Sand Dad. Sad. <laughs> sad. No. Sad. Oh no. <laughs> Sother. Sother. No, that's not Ooh. it either. No, Sother might be it. <laughs> I was about to say Saddy, and then I was like, no, no, absolutely not. definitely not that one. <laughs> Sother. Who art in seven? <laughs> Viv, while you're down there in the hold. Uh, you see Veli come down the stairs, and they look over and they're like, Ah, Alviva, there you are. Hi. And they're holding a very shoddily bound book in their hands. Ooh. And they're like, This is for you. Someone dropped it off. Yes, not just someone. Brimothy Peeps. Brimothy Peeps, yes. And they place it on a crate beside the door, at the bottom of the stairs, and then they turn around and walk away. Okay. Good old Brimothy Peepus. Good old Brimothy Peepus. I thought it was Brimothy Peepus. It, 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 no, it no, it, about... it's Peeps. <laughs> no, it's Peepus. It... I think it's whatever our hearts say it is at the moment. Anyway, cool. Okay, do I read the book? Do I look at the book? Yeah, you look over the book okay. and you... It's a little bit purple, the prose in it. But... <laughs> You start to slowly chip away at these concepts of the Duke of Stardust and the Quicksilver Knight. You'll have plenty of time to review this uh, over the coming weeks. Right. Cool. Okay. Shall we skip along to taking off then? Let's do. Okay. So you write your letter, you send Lily off with it with some extra meat too, I assume? Yes. What kind of picture do you take for... Thesita. Yeah, who do you oh, take a picture of? Uh, when is kind of in a panic about that. She's like, do I go Cacophony? Do I go Mia now? Do I do some sort of in-between thing? I think you do an in-between thing, right? Okay, I'll do an in-between thing. I will. Uh, so what she does is she kind of restores her ear. She does put on one of her wigs, but one of her less extravagant ones. Do you want to put on a hoodie? Uh, and she does put on a hoodie. And and. Uh, and, and part of her um, note, which I will write out, will be like, sending you a casual thing since you just saw me when I wasn't casual. Good, good, good. <laughs> good cover. Love it. But what she does is she will take a pose with her harmonica, just fucking soul wailing it out like on the ship. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, amazing. Cool. So uh, one of you points the glass side of the box at, at, at the, the command word is cacophony. And says the command word, and there's like a bright flash of white light, and when you're a bit stunned. But yeah, when the command word is said, there is now a little floating image of you, about 12 inches tall. Oh! Oh, she says, okay, well, cacophony, she says, pointing at it. Yep, and it goes away. All right, and then she'll send that along with Lily. Sorry, not 12 inches tall, 6 inches tall. I forgot how in the Imperial system works. <laughs> the next 14 days are... Pretty uneventful. Although, on about the second or third day, something happens. It's a nice day. Kara is piloting. You're all on downtime or doing chores. And Lachlan starts to walk the ship. Wynn, he starts approaching you, and he says, Uh, hey, hey, Wynn, could I talk to you for a moment? Yes, absolutely. Tomorrow, uh, my shift at the helm is immediately after Jill's. And then it's your turn. And I was wondering, 
You want to switch? Could you please swap shifts with me that day? Thumbs up. Thanks. I won't. I won't. Do, don't ask you to do this swap for free. Like I'll happily take a spin of your chore wheel in return for this. Just it's a huge favor to me. Instead of chore wheel, you have to listen to a song that I'm play, that I'm working on. I'm fine with this. I'll, I'll give you sincere feedback. Thank you. Delightful cheering, whatever you prefer. Uh, sincere feedback is what I need. Thank you. Wonderful. Now, when you take over from Jill, could you please ask her to meet me down in the cargo hold? Thumbs up. Cheers. Uh, next up, Lachlan walks a bit more and he finds Artie and he says, uh, Artie, could I, could I ask a favor of you, please? Mm-hmm. So I need lawnmower gone from the bottom of the hull for a couple of hours. Uh, could you please take him up to the top deck tomorrow and keep him occupied with his uh, laser and some shells? We have a laser? Yeah, I got it for Berth- uh, Berthanox, remember? Absolutely not, but I will play with a laser. Okay. Yeah, I talked to Dewey and they supplied a strange excess of shells. I don't know where they got them all. But I still need someone with opposable thumbs to hold the laser. That's fair. That's fair. Thanks. Like this, I know this is like a couple of hours of your time, so I'll. I feel like if, if you we want, just I'll take like into the chore wheel and exchange. Hold on. I feel like if we just do a zigzag of food, it'll take a while. <laughs> yeah, sure. It'll just follow that. Well, I I appreciate it. Um. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. And and I'll I'll take some of your chores, uh, a spin of your chore wheel, if you if you like, in in return. There's a chore wheel. End <laughs> uh, scene. End scene. Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Okay, and last of all, he finds Alviva, and he pokes his head around the door into wherever you. Actually, where might he find you on this on your day off? If it depends, if our room. My shared room is empty. I might be up in there <laughs> reading. If it's not empty, then I have probably once again hidden myself in the hold or on the outside of the ship if that's something I can get away with. I've been reclusive a little bit lately. I'm doing a lot of trying to read a thesis and that is challenging because uh, I'm from the woods and did not encounter a lot of large words. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's say uh, you're down on the down on the hull, hanging out with Lawnmower, reading your book, watching the phlogiston go by, and uh, Lachlan comes around the underside of the ship and he's like, uh, "Hi, uh, Alviva." That's that's my name. Hi, Lachlan. Hello. Um, I was wondering if I could ask for some help from you, please. And he seems a bit nervous. He seems a bit blushy, almost. Okay. What would you like help with? I am preparing a surprise for Jilliana. And I need help making some food. And specifically, I need someone with prestidigitation to heat some hot chocolate for me. I mean, I can make hotter fire than (laughs) prestidigitation. Yeah, but it specifically can heat food, and I I can make fire too. But I'm not making fire, and with this around, then he points up what what, what is up for you into right. the rainbow oil all around. Right. And I need a non-fire food heaty spell, and I was hoping you could help me with this. If if you do help me make food, I'll uh, I'm I'm happy to take a spin of your chore wheel in trade. How about? Instead of a spin of the chore wheel, next time I get doing the dishes, you just take that. Wonderful. I'm more than happy to do that. All right. It's a deal. 
You want it now? You'll you'll tell me when. Uh, it'll be tomorrow. Uh, during it'll yeah, it'll be tomorrow during uh just before Jill's shift starts. Well, that's fun. Good. Thank you. I'm glad. I hope it's a good surprise. I think it will be. She'll freak out, but she'll like it secretly. We gotta push through. <laughs> push through the freak out. I really hope she doesn't freak out. She will, but it will be good. <laughs> it's a sign of love. Well, thank you. Uh, okay, cool. And he, he brightens up and he strides off uh, back around to the top deck. So the following day, that happens. Lawnmower is off the hull. Some sandwiches and hot chocolate are prepared. And Jill, you find that when you are relieved of your shift, it's by Wynne and not Lachlan, as expected. Oh, uh, everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine. Go meet your boyfriend. Get out of here. My what? Go meet your boyfriend. Go, go. She she shoves Jill away. (laughs) Okay, fine, fine. I'll, I'll ask him today. Okay, fine, fine. So she's going to just sort of storm off down to the down to the hall. Hey, storm off. Yeah, uh, down to the cargo. Just poke her head in, knock like, "Hi, what? Hello?" So Lachlan's in there. He's leaning against a barrel with like a checkered blanket over it, and he's like, "Oh, hi, Jill. You made it." Yeah, it was a really long walk. Hi, it's it. Every everything okay? You were supposed to take over for me. Yeah, yeah. Um. So this is out of the blue, I know, but uh huh. Back on Tafos, I I wanted to take you on a date. Uh huh. But I I couldn't. Wait, you did. Yeah, of course I did. Huh. But of course, of course you did. But you know, Lato's of course. Not gonna lie, it's kind of a shithole. What does that mean? Uh, yes, yes, shithole, yes. Yeah. Very small town. So I was wondering, would you like to go on a date now? In the cargo hull? On the hull. Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Uh, Yeah, 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 all right. Um, Wonderful. uh, Should we? And he pulls the checkered blanket off the top of the barrel, and from inside the barrel, he removes a picnic basket complete with handle and hinged lid no no when when did we get a whole picnic basket what is this a picnic basket um no oh no i'm i made this you made it wow wow you're crafty well jill look look around the the hold we're in you see you see all these baskets that all look identical that we keep our supplies in Uh uh-huh how do you think we got those baskets oh Oh, yeah, no, okay, 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 that tracks. Yeah, okay, okay. All right, well, uh, picnic on the hall? And she hooks a thumb over her over her shoulder back towards the door. Um, let's... Oh, should we, right, no, I, right I got now? something, I got something better. Uh, could you hold the basket for a second, please? Uh, sure. And he actually goes up to the side of the, the hold's wall. He starts running his hands over it. And he closes his eyes and reaches down and he rolls up the wood like a door-shaped hole in the timber. He rolls it up what? like he's rolling up a sheet, like a like a tent thing. So, oh, thank goodness that worked. Yeah, come on through. It, you put a hole in the wall. Feli's gonna be mad. Oh no, this is this is completely stable. This is actually a projection of my wild shape. What? Yeah, come on through. Okay, 
Yeah, no, then she just straight up just walks up, looks, and just starts examining the, uh, the, the, the door, the, the liminal space. Wait, what do you mean it's an expansion of your wild shape? Is this a... Did you shape change the wood? Is this like a nature thing? Is this a... Is it because it remains its shape as a tree? What's... Wait, you care about... Are you using... You care about magic nerd stuff? Oh! You interested um, in this? Sorry, uh... No, no, don't apologize. Listen, um... Look, this only lasts a minute, so... And he kind of jumps on through and, you know, David Bowie's over the edge until he's upright. Look, this only lasts oh. a minute, but I can tell you all about it later if you want. Oh, yeah. Oh, sh- sure. Okay. Yeah. O- okay, good. And he, he crouches down and holds out his hand to her. And it's strange, because he's, like, at 90 degrees to her right now. Yeah. But he does take out, hold out his hand and says, My lady? <laughs> uh, Sir? She'll take his hand and follow him out. And he makes a gesture at, at the, the timber door thing, and it just rolls back closed and seals in place, and there are no scenes. Oh, that must be some kind of morphic resonance shit. It must be. See, I thought it had to do with the uh, the relative, like, organismness of it, but because ships have living things... No, oh, no, now now's not the time. I'm sorry. Uh, oh. Yeah, sh- sure. Yeah, sorry, I'll tell you all about it later. Let's... Let's get set up. Uh, I've got the picnic blanket. Let's spread that out. We've got some sandwiches. We've got some hot cocoa. All the good stuff. I got I got some fish. Some some relatively fresh fish. Oh 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 shit! Like and you got some of the smoke. You got some of that smoked fish from the from the from Lotto too. Ooh. Listen, the hold is full of smoked fish right now. <gasps> no. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy. I, wow. Wait, where's Lawnmower? Uh, Lawnmower's up on the fr- on the top deck. Uh, I asked Artie to mind him. And Wynn took my shift. Yeah. And I'm guessing this hot cocoa is... That was courtesy of Beeve. I can't cast prestidigitation in the phlogiston. I can only cast a ball of fire, which is not a good way to heat drinks. No. No, it's not... Did you 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 rubbed in all my friends on this? Oh well, yeah, it's and you like and you made this whole you made this whole picnic spread. I mean, you've even got a blanket. Well, you know, it's 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 worth the trouble for a date with a beautiful woman, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, oh wow, oh. Wow. Oh oh wow. Oh okay 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 okay. Okay, okay, Jill, I have to right? do this, like, right now. I have to do this right now, otherwise I'm going to completely lose my nerve, and I'm just not going to do it, and I really need to do it, because otherwise Jill? it's just going to be completely ridiculous, and, and it's... What's wrong? Um... Okay, so this is really, really sweet, and, I mean, I, I'm, I'm so flattered by all this effort, and, and, um, I just, I, but it, it's just, um, there's... Before this goes really any further, I just, um, we need to talk about something. Oh, oh, okay, right. I see. I see. No, no, it's okay. Yeah. No, I understand. Oh, you, you do? Yeah. No, look, it's, you got to talk about these things. Otherwise, you know, you, you're never going to get it out in the open. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 fine. I completely understand. You yeah, gotta, and I just... You've got to speak your truth. 
Yeah, and I just really needed to do this before before we did like anything else. Otherwise, it was just going to be like weighing on my mind the whole time. And oh, oh yeah, that'd be so awkward. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm really glad you get it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I That's completely a huge understand. Huge relief. Yeah, don't worry about it. Look, I will leave you the picnic. Huh? And you can finish it up, and I'll leave you in peace. Okay? Wait, you you what? Starts to get up. Wait. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. Wait, 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 Lachlan, hold on, hold on. And she would grab his wrist, like, where are you going? What just happened? What just happened? Um, I was leaving you in peace. What? Why? Why? What? What? What did you think I was going to? What did you think I wanted to talk about? What just happened? Uh, You said we need to talk. You were going to break up with me. I was what? Weren't you gonna break up with me? Break up with you? Yeah, that that's what we need to talk usually precludes, right? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, no, Lachlan, I... <sighs> I can't break up with you. Like, that's impossible, actually. Of course you can. You can do whatever you need. No, 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 no. It is is actually impossible for me to break up with you. I mean, I just... (laughs) I'm so confused right now. Because I wanted to know if we could start dating to begin with. What? But... Yeah. But we're already dating. Seriously? Are we not? It... (laughs) I mean, since when? Since our first kiss? <gasps> On Port Meridian? I'm so confused. I, I That was where, months ago! We... Yeah. It's it's been some Told you so, Jill! <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? We've it's been some it's been a few great months, three great months. But or was it two months? I think it was two months. It's been it's been two fantastic months. Has it, you've never said anything about whether or not the what? I just, this is, you never said anything to me. Oh boy. Oh oh wow. Okay. 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 Oof. Okay. You should probably sit down. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he's been, like, half gotten up this whole time, and he just sits back down beside her, and he's like, so, so you thought this whole time that we weren't even dating? Well, okay, yes and no, I mean, (sighs) okay, okay, look, look, just for context, I, do you remember when I told you that I was an anxious pessimist? Yeah. Okay, well, what that actually means is I have anxiety. Like, anxiety, Lachlan. I, I have this horrible little voice in my head where, where if I have any room to doubt at all, it will just take that and run with it and come up with the worst story imaginable, and I will believe every single word of it for, like, any social interaction I have. Uh, anything that might happen, just in general, and I just, it's, it's... And you felt that way about us? 
I wasn't even sure there was an us. I kind of... I mean, I knew we were going out on dates. I just... I, I kind of thought that... Well, this was probably just... You know, like a trial period. And I... What? I mean, and you've never really said, like, anything that would indicate we're in a relationship. Just that we're going out on dates. And... And in all fairness, I know, I know, I I should have, I should have asked. I'm supposed to ask for what you want, and I should have clarified, and I've just been afraid. Afraid? And he kind of looks thoughtful for a moment, and he says, almost absently, that, that doesn't track with your profile at all. And she blinks. Huh. It, my what? Your profile, your... And his eyes widen, he's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh fuck. Oh, Jill, I'm sorry, listen, I- What? Your profile, okay. He covers his face and he's like, okay, I owe you an explanation. I'm sorry, listen, um, do you know what a private investigator is? Um, weird pivot, uh, it's like a cop. It's like a it's like a detective, but you're not a cop. Yeah, you're a detective, but you don't work for the state. It's a narc. <laughs> Just over the railing. It's a narc. Professional narc. No, he says, um, uh, yeah, you you don't work for the state. You work privately, and your your job is to usually get information, usually about cheating people, and collate it into something useful for your clients. That's what I meant when I told you I was a finder of lost things. I was usually a finder of people. Uh, oh. Usually people who wanted to know if their partners were cheating on them. Huh. When you do this kind of job, it helps to gather as much information as you can. And you, so you collect that into things called profiles about different people. And it's just something you do without thinking. I, I mean, I don't write them down anymore because it's not my profession. I'm, I'm a sailor now. But... Back then, I had lots of profiles, one for everybody, and I think after I got all your mixed signals, ah. I started mentally profiling you when, you know, I should have just talked to you directly and asked you what was going on. Ah, well, that's, you know, it's not, it's not, um, it not, you know, doing something in your head and instead of talking to someone is, uh, bit familiar right can i ask what's in my profile would that be weird oh yeah no that's fine i'll I'll tell you whatever you want um well first the the conflicting thing was that you seemed like you were scared of me or Mm. you didn't want to spend any time talking to me that old chestnut but i am reminded now that you said you were a pessimist so that does make sense uh well anxious is the watchword there um Right. Okay, okay, look, no, setting the record straight, I I have never been afraid of you, Lachlan. I honestly don't know why anyone would be. You're like the sweetest boy I've ever met. <laughs> look, like my uh, well, entire life. Um, well, thank you. No, it's just... That was actually the second part that confused me. Cause... Well, no, look, it's just... What happens is that I can tell that I'm putting my foot in my mouth... Uh, and messing up, and then I panic, and then, uh, fight or flight, I, I, I flee. Usually. 
kind of want to do that right now, actually. Pl please don't. Yeah. Please don't. Please don't go anywhere. I mean, it, it does make sense that you, you th that you liked me. Thank you for saying that. Because, like, you you defended me a lot. You, I mean, you threatened to smite Max on my behalf. Hmm. Put a pin in that one. Mm. Yeah, it, that sounded messy. And I mean, you knew I was helming when you threatened, uh, threatened Flint on my behalf when he was, you know, racist about half-orcs, so I figured you were trying to say something to me, but then- You, you were helming? Acting... Yes, you saw me go to the helm. Oh, no! No, I knew that! Oh, no, I was trying to be discreet. You didn't- I thought you were sending me a message saying, hey, I'm on your side. I'm, I, I mean, that's a nice benefit, but no, no, I was just trying to- Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Well, recontextualizing everything, it makes sense. But, you know, I, I should have just asked. I really should have just asked, and I'm sorry. I'm not used to interacting with people who are actually interested in who I am and not, you know, just want a warm body uh -huh. in their beds. Oh, oh, oh. <coughs> oh, uh, uh, hmm. Is that, uh, typical? Yeah, uh, most people were usually, back in Shan, most people were usually profiles or warm bodies to me. That was, that was about it. Mm. No one was really interested in, you know, there's, there's a strong pattern of people getting in my pants and then leaving. They just want to fling and then they're off. Oh. You could say they, uh, come and go. Get out! <laughs> Juliana, like, she, she blinks like she she had like a sympathetic face on and then suddenly it just turns into like a gas like excuse me you hear from like above get out they yeah they they nut and bolt no <laughs> they breed then proceed whoa go down and skip town oh lachlan how many of these I've do you have more than you want to know <laughs> So, but but really, that's that's what my experience has been like, and I guess I don't know. I've never really been with anyone who's wanted to get to know me as a person. Huh. Wait. So this is is this your first? Is this your first anything? I mean, this is my first third date. Well, that's my first third date too, I guess. What? No. <sighs> Nonsense. Um. And she starts blushing. Um, it's kind of my first anything. Like, anything. Anything. What? But that's impossible. You're like, how have you not had people begging to be with you? Begging? Yeah, you're, you're like, you're gorgeous and huh? assertive. What? And you care about everything so much and you're confident what? about what you believe in. Like, what? Why, why have you not been on all of the dates? Huh? What? That's not... Huh? Oh, right. No, you know, I'm sorry. I just... I forgot. What? Nuns don't fuck. Okay. I'm sorry for disrespecting your religion. Okay, first of all... Not a nun. What? I have never... I'm not a nun. I have never been a nun. People keep saying that. I'm not a nun. I'm a priestess. Nuns and priestesses take different vows. Just because I grew up in a convent surrounded by nuns doesn't automatically make me a nun. But when you said you were a nun. It does 
it? No. I said that like a billion months ago, Lachlan. That was a billion months ago, Lachlan. She's right. Oh my god. Okay. Also, second of all, the nuns fuck. What? Lachlan, I I worship Ethla in her aspect as a, as as a mother goddess. I worship Ethla the shield mother. I nuns nuns like Lachlan, what's a really surefire way to get babies, provided you bring along the, the proper plumbing? Oh, right. Mother goddess makes babies. Yep. Uh-huh. Mother goddess I makes see. babies. It's like, well, okay, now I'm even more shocked, because one, nuns, fucking, there's a mental image. But now I'm really surprised. How have you not dated anyone before? Uh, I don't know. It, it just... Uh, you said that was your first everything. That couldn't have been your first kiss, right? She, like, purses her lips and looks away and kind of quietly nods. But, but you were such a good kisser. What? No. No, I wasn't. No, no. I, what, what are you talking about? I caught my lip on your tusk like three times. It was really embarrassing. That wasn't deliberate? Was it supposed to be? Should have been. Should have been. I thought you'd kissed orcs before. The base of our tusks is very sensitive. Oh. Oh. Well then, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Wow. Mm. God, I'm... Mm. I'm I'm just... Okay, now I understand why you are so conflicted, just... I'm so surprised. Like, there's no chance I would have said no to you if you'd asked me. I'm. What are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, like, like I would have liked a relationship, but if you just wanted to roll in the hay, I would have been down. What? Know? No, no, really, really, really. I... Wow. I, I thought that was what you wanted from me. I mean, like, two Arthur said you were into me, and then even Kara said, like, her words, she wants your dick. I what? thought you were. Okay, okay, Tuatha was just kind of being a bitch because she thought that was really funny. I don't know what the fuck Kara's talking about. She doesn't know me. Uh, well, because of that, I thought it was on the table and I even would have accepted it. Like I didn't even know that was on the table. I mean, I mean, I guess it could be on the table, you know, just, just on the table. And, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> never, never, anyway, anyway. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm tired of flings. Uh, I, I would have accepted it was if it was from you. Why? Don't Cause... don't do that to yourself. That's shitty. Well, like I said, you're all those things. You're gorgeous and uh -huh. you care so much and you're assertive and stuff. But you couldn't have known that I was interested because I didn't communicate. And I'm sorry. Uh, I've kind of been... Uh... Look, you know how on Port Meridian you said that people need to ask for what they want? I've never totally known what you wanted before, like, right now. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah I... I assumed you knew what you were doing, but... <laughs> no! Yeah, if you're this inexperienced, then I would have left you drifting. You know, it's been a learning experience. 
I'm sorry. I, <laughs> you're right. I said, I said you need to ask for what you want. I didn't even hold to that. Mm. And I'm sorry. I shouldn't have <laughs> assumed you were experienced. I shouldn't have made a profile. I should have just talked to you. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I also probably shouldn't have written a whole lot of really anxious journal entries about you. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> mm. Well, you know, silver lining. I had to work really hard to get a lot better at talking to my crush. Like, okay. Like, like I went a whole five minutes this time without a fucking up and doing something drastic and making you think I wanted to do something like break up with you. So there's that. Yay. Self-improvement? I guess. Uh, oof. Can we talk more, Jill? Yeah. I would like that a lot. Um, actually, you know what? Can, can we start? Let, let, let's start with this. Um, uh, she kind of squares her shoulders and looks like she's, like, breathing in and prepping herself. Alright, he adjusts where he's sitting to, like, a cross-legged position, and he turns and faces her properly. <sighs> okay. Uh, Lachlan, I like you a lot, and I really have enjoyed going on dates with you and spending time with you, and I would really like it if um we could do that on a on a more uh professional or professional um personal uh <laughs> official level um persistent sure uh so would you be interested in uh being in a relationship with me yes yes i yeah? want that i want that a lot okay okay um i really want that great uh and he like reaches out and takes her hands and he's like please okay yeah yeah okay can i can i kiss you and he doesn't even answer he just leans in and kisses her full on the mouth yes yes she pulls back and like she makes this noise like in the middle of like mm, mm, mm. pulls mm? back and, like wait wait wait, wait. Labels, okay? labels 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 um yes labels. uh look uh labels would really help me okay like, uh, just with anxiety, uh, just to be clear, uh, are labels yeah. okay with you? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Sure. Okay, um, then, uh, would you be okay with being my boyfriend? Please? Yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would love to be your boyfriend. <laughs> okay. So I guess, I guess I should ask, um, would you like to be my girlfriend? <gasps> uh, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. Oh. Oh, you. That is oh. a giggle. Oh, that was a giggle. Oh, I did not expect that noise to come out of my mouth. You probably shouldn't tell anyone. Let me try that again. What? Would you like to be my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, does no. that happen every time? Oh, does that happen every time? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, shit. Okay. So 14 days pass, you come through the portal on the edge of the Crystal Sphere in Eastheim, and it's so weird to the three of you from here seeing your sphere again. You see your planet, and it's a far-off blue ball that gets bigger and bigger, 
As you approach Alviva, you make a quick call out to Kieran. Uh, he says that he's there. He's hanging around pretty much near where Grayson's cabin is with Siaka. The ship pretty much makes a beeline for this point. You fly over the Savage Expanse. You fly over the little town of Stormhaven. Keeping high up above that people don't get too suspicious of this flying ship, you know. You know how groundlings are. You've been a groundling yourself. Rude. <laughs> and as you make your way into the woods, you start to fly low. And there's a whooshing sound, and Sierka actually pulls up beside the ship. Yay. Kara is flying the ship right now, and Kieran is on Sierka's back. He says, uh, the nearest landing spot's about a mile north. I recommend the rest of you, jump, uh, those of you who are coming, jump on. Oh, yes. Sure. I would be delighted to. Alviva, Lachlan was in your vision thing, right? Oh, yes. Lachlan, do you, can you come along and also bring your, <laughs> your pipe? Lachlan's already up on deck and he's amazed at Sierka and he looks at them and he looks back at you and he's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Was there anyone else in my vision there? It was it was you, it was Wynn, Artie, Jill, Lachlan, and Kieran. That was at okay. the sixth year. Cool. So yeah, we'll bring Lachlan. Babe, you need like a you need like a hoodie or something? It's it's kind of snow down there. Lachlan, uh you know what, I'd like to say Lachlan has come up on deck bundled up in some furs he got out of the hold, but he's still barefoot. Oh, babe. Okay, that's your choice. Like, I don't like shoes. That's your choice. It's, <sighs> it's fine. We'll go inside. Uh-huh. You know, I've been barefoot in the snow before, and Grayson used to yell at me, and I, I have new theories as to why it was fine. <laughs> 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 yeah, some... Okay, yeah, you can generate your own heat, apparently. Apparently. You all mount up onto Sierka, and they peel away from the ship and start to fly down towards Grayson's house. The ship uh, turns and flies off to find a landing spot, the one about a mile to the north. Alviva, coming down over the cabin, it's so weird seeing this all from the sky, because mm -hmm. you've seen it before from the world's view, so this actually seems too narrow, almost. This massive bird's-eye view feels restricting. Mm. Sierka comes on down and glides and lands near the cabin. They kick up snow all over the place, and then they uh, lower their tail down so you can all climb off. Thank you. And they say, well, you all have a good time doing whatever it is you people do. I'm going to have a nap. Yeah, I would invite you in, but you are a little bit too big to fit in this house. I could maybe wear that house as a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it's it's good to see you again. Yeah, it's good to see you again. Yes, I've it's it is. Have you been taking care of my girl? Yes. Is, is that me? Jill will uh give her a bit of a noogie. Yeah, I mean <laughs> when she lets us. Sierka <laughs> does something a little strange. They wrap around a nearby tree and they curl up it like a snake climbing a tree. And Ooh. they are huge. They're as thick as its trunk. And then they just kind of drape their head over a large, tall, a, a large high up branch, and they close their eyes. Oh, neat! That's cool. Oh, should we uh, go pay our respects to uh, to Grayson? Yes. 
Yes, that is what I'd like to do first. And then I want to check in on the house. Yeah. So you're in a clearing about, I don't know, 100 meters away from the, uh, sorry, what's that in feet? About 300 feet away from the, the house. There's not far to walk now. Yeah. Walk over to, yeah, Grayson's little re redug grave. I guess not redug. We buried him for the first time because he was just lying in yeah. the house. He was just in bed. Actually, how how does Artie handle the snow? The ocean is cold. That's true. Uh-huh. The deeper you get, the colder it is. So he's fine. Fair enough. Yeah, you you emerge from uh, through the tree line into the clearing. The snow is lying all around, thick and clean. It's very quiet. There are no forest creatures to be heard, just the wind and the trees. Alviva, you remember seeing this every year. The, the house, the snow, the silence... For one heart-stopping moment, you feel like Grayson is just about to burst out of that front door and scold you for going off without your shoes again. Oh no. Yeah. You you thought it was always because he was a grumpy old man and you were just a spry young thing, but as you said, you think you have a better idea now. Take off my shoes for old time's sake. It's cold, but it's not as cold as it should be. Yeah. <laughs> His grave is invisible right now. Off to the side near the house. All you see poking through the snow is the rock that Artie placed there when you buried him. Snow covers everything. But no, that's not all there is. Something is a bit abnormal. You see something growing out of the snow by the rock. Okay. I take a better look. As you approach, you realize that it's a plant. And, and, And most plants shouldn't grow out of the snow not normal plants but here we are and it doesn't look like the apple you planted there either because that makes sense it's only been a couple of months no this plant is it's a cluster of small silvery leaves uh, at the base Uh, it's a bundle about as a bundle of these leaves about as large as i don't know two clenched fists and from that sprouts this long spindly stem about a foot long and at the tip of that stem is a small sphere about the size of an acorn. A, a breeze rustles the leaves of the trees around you, and in that breeze the plant sways, and you hear a faint rattling, suggesting that the, the bulb at the end is a seed pod of some kind. Hmm. Have I ever seen a plant like this before? Uh, no. I, I won't even make you roll. I'll say you've never seen anything like this before. On closer inspection, they're, they're, the leaves are kind of broad and flat, like like a dicot's, but with these large lobes. But they're streaked with platinum, as if someone spilled paint over them. But uh, do you, do you touch the the streaks? Yeah, sure. They don't come off. It's not like someone's painted them. It's part of the plant. I lick it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's slightly fuzzy, but the flesh is like. It's mycelic. It's like a mushroom, like a fungus. It's not like a plant. It's got the structure of a fairly normal flower, like a like a downsized agapanthus, but it's like this plant doesn't belong in this world. It looks almost like it was painted with watercolors in a charcoal drawing. It looks out of place. This isn't real, but it's real at the same time. Oh. Hey guys, look at this weird plant. <laughs> Alviva, did you just lick the I plant? I don't know anything about plants. Oh, that's wild. 
I don't think I've seen anything in any, like, medicinal journals or anything. Lachlan, you're... you're from a different place than us, and are also a nature person. Do you recognize this plant? Lachlan shivers as he crouches down beside it. His feet are bare, and he's, like, stepping awkwardly. He's... he's very cold, even with his, like, naturally thickest Juliana rolls her eyes. And he looks it over and says, Iva, I've never seen anything like this. He reaches out and pokes it, and he hears the, the rattling, and he says, I mean, that sounds like seeds in there, and that's kind of... You saw a smoking out of my pipe, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a plant like this, normally you'd grind up the seeds and smoke those, if you want to have a go at that, I guess. But otherwise... Why not? I'm gonna <laughs> smoke the weird plant of my dead dad's grave. Because <laughs> an anthropomorphic personification of space told you to. Yeah, this sounds great. This sounds super great. But also, yeah, that's pretty much why we're here. Listen, Grayson would yell at me, but in that way that means that, like, he's kind of proud of me a little bit. <sighs> All right. This day just keeps getting weirder and weirder. And Kieran says, oh, you got that right. Kieran is massaging his temples. People do that around me so much. Lachlan <laughs> <laughs> reaches out and plucks the, the little seed pod off the top of the plant. And the, se- and the rest of the plant falls away into stardust and vanishes. Okay, so that that's a space dad thing, right? That seems like a space dad thing. That seems like a space dad thing. That does seem like... Yeah. Oh, you did say yeah. they like drugs. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Time. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna. This is all according to plan. Uh, all right. It is just according to Kaku. Oh, Viva, I'm gonna try real hard and and just go with it. Okay. Please understand that I'm trying. I appreciate it. Okay. It's weird. We all know Jill is a square. Can we, can we get inside? I'm really cold. Oh, oh, you're cold. You're yes. cold. Oh, right. wow. You're cold. No kidding. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, and Elviva just gives the, the stone a little a little pat. Uh, and maybe when, you know, no one's looking, leaves a piece of jerky. Aww. And then we'll Aww, head inside. So okay. You turn back to the house and you open it. The The door doesn't have a lock on it. It's just got the, the little oh. hole with the, the little leather strap that yeah, you use woods. to lift the, the latch. Why would you lock your door? <laughs> exactly. And, and inside the house is a little dusty, but... Otherwise clean. Better than when you guys left it. The last person who was here left chopped wood by the fire. The chairs around the table are tucked in. And the beds are are stripped back to air, but neat enough that they can be easily be remade. It's in really good shape, this place. Aww. So it's just kind of like a way station now, huh? I guess so. There aren't a lot of places to exactly shelter yeah it's like around what, here half a day full day from Stormhaven, depending on how you walk it yeah what that's nice that makes me happy yeah I, I, grayson would have liked that i think that's good nice it's a, it's a good house i think i think he built it you think he built it i think Probably. he built it yeah huh it's in the middle of nowhere i don't know who else would have built that's it. fair yeah nice as you guys are looking around, uh, Lachlan's gone down to the fireplace and stacked some logs. He doesn't bother with kindling or tinder. Instead, he holds up his hand and just this little sphere of flame appears in it and he gently drops that in the center. <laughs> That's my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. 
Lachlan gets you over to the fire, Alviva, and he cracks open the seed pod, and they're like they're like a like platinum seeds. And he shows you how to dry them in your mess tin. They uh they pop and smoke in the pan. And this takes a little while, but after a little while, the uh the seeds seem dried and cracked. And he grinds them with a little pestle he's brought with him and prepares his long and narrow stemmed pipe. Yuck. He says, I gotta warn you, this this prep was rough as guts. This is probably gonna gonna be a pretty harsh smoke. Have you smoked a pipe before? Uh, only a little bit, because Grayson would sometimes smoke a pipe. And once I tried it, uh, because I thought it would be cool, and it was, I was not, it was not cool in terms of at least just trying it out. So he showed me how to do it properly after he finished yelling at me, um, because, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that's what he was like. But I haven't really done it that much since then, no. Let's do right. some space nice. weed. <laughs> some space fungus smoking drugs. What could possibly go wrong? I got a good feeling about it. You suck the smoke down into your lungs. When you inevitably cough, sparkles explode out of your mouth. Oh. Lachlan takes the pipe from you and, and hands you his water skin. Yes, gladly. <laughs> yeah. While you take a sip, uh, he has a puff from the pipe too, and he passes it around to everyone else. Wynn kind of uh, takes a puff on it like she's an old hat at this, like she's done it a thousand times, and then passes it on, no coughing. Jillianna <laughs> surreptitiously looks at how everyone else is doing it and tries to do it and definitely gets it wrong the first time. Artie, like, tries to inhale, but he thought that this would be a lot like breathing air and it goes through the wrong lungs oh no and so you see oh, smoke shit. go out of his gills oh, no. he's like that wasn't right <laughs> oh jeez let me try again oh it's like being near an air purifier <laughs> so the air is filling with these sparkles that you've breathed out hanging in the air and they're floating like these dust motes teeny tiny except they seem to glow not from external light but under their own power shimmering shimmering stardust and as you watch something strange starts to happen these motes of stardust floating around start to move they shift lifting up from your skin and from the furniture they've landed on from the floor and all together they start to float towards the center around in a kind of cloud you all see a vision i see the room change around me I see it as it is, but there's also an overlay, like a ethereal, ghostly world built over the real world. And in that ghostly world, I see a man who must be Grayson. He looks younger than I remember him being. Couldn't be more than 40. He walks inside his house. He waits there. I don't know how much time passes. And suddenly there's a knock on the door. Without waiting for an answer, a man walks in. He's tall, with a severe face. He has blonde hair, golden eyes, and I take in his appearance and realize he's an elf. He's dressed like a pirate, with tight trousers and open, short, and angular tattoos rising up over his chest, up his neck, and onto his cheeks. There's a worn, tattered coat hiding a cutlass at his waist, and he's got a lot of rings and necklaces all over him. One of those necklaces has a pendant in the shape of a wireframe butterfly. 
Oh. In his arm, there is a small bundle of cloth. <gasps> Grayson stands up. <laughs> he looks at the elf. Is this it? He says. The elf nods. He says in a surprisingly friendly sounding voice, Afira dropped it with me about ten hours ago. Watch out, it's feisty. He hands the bundle over to Grayson. Grayson takes it and says, Lars, are you sure about this? Is this really what we've sunk to? The elf nods. He says, look, the last time we had to deal with this, a whole crusade was barely enough. I mean, come on. An entire planet was reduced to a glorified asteroid. If one life is the price, then... He trails off, and the room goes silent. Grayson finally breaks the silence. Then we'll have to make our peace with that. The vision fades. I look around and see the others in the room with me. It's clear they all saw the same thing as me. You were a feisty baby. I was a feisty baby. Were they going to kill me? <laughs> they were going to kill you. Lars. Lars. That's a... Estelar Navaris. Okay. Oh. I saw myself as a baby. I guess... That's... I've seen weirder things. It was very weird to see Grayson so young and to hear his younger voice. Yeah. The years were not easy on him, and that might be kind of my <laughs> fault. <laughs> you were feisty. Like, you know how you know how Obi-Wan Kenobi went from Ewan McGregor to Alec, McGin Alec Guinness in the span of like 17 years? Yeah. 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 Like that. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. 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 So did Navarre's... Did he do that on purpose? What, give me to someone who wasn't going to murder me as a baby? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know, Vive. I just, I've been wondering if... I don't think this man would be trying to save a baby. The way he refers to people in his notes. What if he caused whatever separated you from your parents? I could see that, yes. <laughs> as you talk, the glowing particles in the room start to rise again and that you feel another wave of this uh, magic space drug induced vision coming on. I see the room change again. In it, shimmering like he's there but not there is Grayson. He's sitting by the fireplace. Before him is a chubby little baby playing with wooden blocks and carved animals. There's a knock on the door. He yells out, Come in! And I watch as the door opens. That elf walks in again. He's really bundled up as if he just walked out of the snow. He takes off his hat and coat. How's it doing? says the elf. She's fine, says Grayson. A good eater. Just started walking. I'm trying to teach her to talk. The baby coos and gurgles and reaches its arms out toward the elf. He says, It's hard when I don't talk much myself. The elf frowns. He says, Gray, you can't call it a her. You can't get attached. It's not a person. It can't be a person. Please don't tell me you named it. Grayson looks away. He says, Alviva. The elf rolls his eyes and says, Elf gift? Are you kidding me? Grayson looks back to her. He says, I never got to have kids of my own. And I mean, from a purely tactical standpoint, I don't want her to run away when she gets older. She needs to feel loved. The elf says, Loved? It's a bomb, Gray! I bred it for the sole purpose of blowing up a monster. Oh. You should be keeping it in your basement, not playing with it. I watch as he scornfully gesticulates at her. Grayson stands up and says, 
Well, if you care so much about how I raise her, then you take her. Belf says, You know I can't do that. And Fee can't take it either. Both of us have our missions. This is yours. Grayson picks up the baby and says, Well, when I start telling you how to fulfill your missions, feel free to tell me how to fulfill mine. The elf looks angry. He says, You're lucky the guest spell didn't tell you how to raise the child. Grayson says, Yeah, and you're lucky it's not any looser on me. As long as I have some say over this kid, she's going to get to live her life. Oh, Alviva. Hmm. Well, fucks yeah. Dolores. Yeah, 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 we, we're, we, uh, oh, we have got to have some fucking words. Yeah. Fondar. I don't like the word bread. No, that's no. really alarming, actually. I don't like the word bread either. That is, oh, <laughs> elves of a long time. How long do you? Oh, humans and elves' lifespans. Oh, goddess. Oh, Ethel, have mercy. I mean, I was bred too. It's not the... Too it's bad. not the same thing, Arturos. It's, it's, it? it's like a... It's like an... Did, did your family have you, like, cattle, basically? There's a difference between a pedigree and a breeding program. Uh, though we don't know if that's what it meant <laughs> right it's um oh fuck isn't it gesh is so spell that's a, that's a spell yeah it creates a compulsion it's something where you can't Juliana like closes her eyes like she's resetting from memory it's it creates a compulsion it can't cause them to do anything that would harm themselves but Every day they don't go along with the spell, it hurts them, and it lasts for a while, but if you're really, really, really powerful caster, it can last for ever, basically. So Grayson kind of had to be my dad. But... No, he didn't have to be your dad. He just had to keep you alive. He chose to be your dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. As you talk about this, the particles start to rise into the air again. I see Grayson reading a letter. He's older again. The age when Alviva knew him. And by now he looks like she remembers him. He looks out the window. I look too. And I see Alviva. She appears to be standing out on the grass. Arms outstretched with berries balanced on her limbs and head. Some birds are fluttering around her. What are birds? <laughs> At we least... We just wrote a We just don't know. Just don't know. <laughs> At last she groans and drops her arms, and the birds flutter away. She looks disappointed. I know, somehow. That Alviva remembers doing this just before Grayson sent her out to see the world. It could only have been a year and a half ago. Grayson smiles and then frowns again as he looks back to the letter. I lean in close to see. It contains only a sketch of a wireframe butterfly and the number one. He crumples it up and throws it into the fireplace. You know, I remember when we first got on board, I was helping Captain Bondar organize some of 
uh, Navaris's things, and that butterfly necklace was in there. Yeah, I remember that the butterfly was a thing. Well. Fuck. I really thought I could catch those birds. <laughs> I bet you could. I mean, you, you could do it you now. Know? I could blast them. <laughs> hey, Artie did say you're basically a space princess, so I think you just need to sing at them this time. Yeah. Alviva tries her best at singing, okay? You don't need to call her out like that. What? What, what am I doing? I'm great at singing. <laughs> what? what? I didn't say you weren't. Look at my what? charisma, Rio no, that, Stuffer. Like, what happened? <laughs> what just happened? Princesses no, sing at birds. Yeah. What's happening? Yeah, no, but like the Alviva's singing is so terrible. She explodes the birds. <laughs> Are you singing so high? I've seen Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> As you try and laugh to shake off the tension. Uh-huh. Exactly. One last vision starts to coalesce from the particles around you. I stand in the house. It's empty. Outside, I can see that it's autumn a little after we left Eesheim. The door rattles and then slams open. I watch as Grayson stumbles into the house. Blood runs out of his ears and eyes and he wobbles precariously. He staggers over to his bed, reaches under his mattress, and pulls out a little box. He opens it to reveal a woolen bundle, and from that he removes a small rock that I recognize as a sending stone, like the one Thesita sent Cacophony. He whispers something, and it glows yellow. And then he says out loud, Rat to death spider, Estelar Navaris inbound, Savage Expanse near Stormhaven in a Shrike ship three hours, don't let the captain survive. I watch as he sags onto his bed. With a deep, heaving groan, he drags himself onto it. Last of all, he chuckles, coughs, and holds the stone up to his mouth. This time, it glows blue. He wheezes out, Fuck your guess, you bastard. She's not a bomb, she's my daughter. I said she'll get to live her life. And I meant it. Grayson thrusts the rock at the wall. I watch as his hand seems to go through one of the planks beside his bed. Then he falls limp. And he dies. The vision fades. The last thing I see, the last thing we see, is his body. In the position we found him in. Mm. He said Death Spider, right? Yeah. That's the type of Neogi ship. Yeah, that it. That's the reason that we met Bondar at all. Did it to save you, Viv? <sighs> oh, Viva's gonna get up and just, like, lean out a window for a bit. <sighs> as, as you lean there, you feel a presence behind you and realize it's Kieran. And he puts a hand on your shoulder and says, That's so much. I'm sorry. Thank you. I mean, I wanted answers. And I figured they weren't going to be 
Easy. He, like, awkwardly lifts his hand up off your shoulder, almost like, like he doesn't know how to express himself, and he just kind of turns around and sits down again. Okay. Deep breath. Uh, Alviva comes back, sits down. Hey. Hey. Do you want, like, a really big hug? Yeah. Yeah. Hug pile. Hug pile. How to use a strength. Uh, when goes to drape over Vive. Even Lachlan gets up and joins in. Kieran, I, I won't. I won't ask Kieran to join the hug pile. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Juliana will will literally strong arm him into the hug pile. Kieran, hug pile. Kieran hover hands his way into the hug pile until <laughs> Lachlan grabs his hands and puts them down on, and like forces him to hug properly. I, I, I mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> At this poor, poor man who is not used to physical contact. He's just gonna have to do it. He's just gonna have to do it. As you pull away from each other after the hug, Lachlan says, So did he just stick his hand inside the plank of the wall? Yeah, so it should be over there. Yep, I'll go over and just stick my hand in it. It's that kind of night. So that plank, when you touch it above his bed, is actually on a hinge. And it's like a it's like a cat flap, and you reach in and you feel a few items inside. I pull them out. Inside, you find three things. The first is a sending stone. It appears to be inert, as if the stone or stones on the other end of it have been deactivated, have been destroyed. I resist the urge to fling it into the woods. <laughs> You can fling it into the woods if you want, just straight out the window. Okay. But you will smash glass if you do. Well, I wouldn't do that. No, I, I opened I opened a window to get some fresh air. There is an open window. Alright. I'm throwing then, the yeah. rock out it. <laughs> That's fair. You give the rock the apple treatment. Exactly. There is also a necklace with a wireframe butterfly on it. Mmm. Mm. And last of all, there is an envelope. Oh boy. Oh, jeez. Alright. We need to- I'm gonna crawl back into the cuddle pile and read it there. Okay. The letter reads, Dear Ephira, If you find this, I am probably dead. So is Estelar. I'm sorry. It was the only way, but this isn't the way. You may have loved him, but I hope you agree that he could not be allowed to go on like this. I believe that the key might be somewhere in old Vidoni space. Before your masters got her, Nira told me she's heard about another way in, getting around the weird through a planar portal. You'll have to look more for more intel in Vidonica space. This has to lead to something big. They were surely working on a way to fight back, and even if they failed, they still killed Varenga, and that would have been nearly impossible without leaving behind a record. Find a plane walker, see if they can help you get through. I hope you find out something to make this horrible, horrible mistake right again. And if you find Alviva, please tell her to wear her damn shoes. We can't have her figuring it out. I await the day when we see each other again. Grayson. Hmm. 
Frank. Oh, oh, Vrengar. Oh, what the fuck? What does it say? Alviva read that aloud. You all heard yeah, it. Yeah, I'll read it aloud. Okay. And then I pass I pass the note around. I'm like, it's got a lot of names in it, and I'm bad with names. Here, uh Jill will hold on to it for a minute and uh make some quick notes in her in her journal. I'm probably gonna want to copy that down later. Oh wow, oh wow, holy fuck. Okay, but Varengar, that's that's the leader of the cult? That's that okay, that's the name that that's the name that Baphomet gave me now, so that's interesting that Varengar's dead, whatever he, they are. Uh, uh, mm. You know what? That's not important right now. I mean, there's been a lot of undead. You don't know if it's, they're actually dead. or That's like, a good point. Better. They came back. It, it, they could have gotten better. So find a planewalker. I don't know what that is. I don't is. either, but Vodonica and Vodani space are both the places we need to go anyway. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. What's the weird? I'm surprised that's not spelled with a Y, honestly. I, I don't even know what Vodonica space... Oh. Oh, God. Afira is that person that gave him info on Iolara, right? I think so, yes. <sighs> Well, I guess we need to find her then. Yeah, we also and need to find her, yes. He was going to try to entrust Alviva to her or, or something, so maybe she's not terrible, so that's cool. Yeah, had we heard this name, Afira, before? It's just briefly, It when, when Max decoded all of those bits about cult activity... He mentioned for Iolara, the, the lizard vocatory, that Afira had told him that there was undead ship activity in the area. And that was at least, goddess, maybe about eight, ten months ago now. But that's the only time. And I think when you decoded some stuff that suggested that yes. he liked Afira? Yes. That he was interested in her romantically. Or... That at the very least, he didn't treat her the same way he did everybody else's tools. Yes, he actually treated her as like a person. Which seems increasingly rare. What a douchebag. Yeah. Bastard man. Glad he's dead. Ugh, I hope he rots in whatever hell he lives in. It's wild that there's a, it seems like, Grace and Scenting Stone connected to the Niyogi. Is that not... One of That's... the weirder details here. I don't know much about sending stones, but I think they can link up to multiple other sending stones. But it's definitely weird that he apparently, like, I don't know, contracted out some Diogi to go. I mean, I'm thankful. Kill Navarre. It sounds like I'd be yeah. dead otherwise. Totally. Yeah. It's but it's also a weird thing for all of us to be thankful for too. That was a really horrible time, and Finn almost got at by a, yeah. by a, uh, a a life jammer. Also, they're the ones, the life jammers, that they like to take a star heart to yeah. suck the life forever. So, uh, <sighs> strange bedfellows is, I believe, the expression. Definitely. He may have just been hoping they wouldn't find you because they'd be too busy going after Solaris. Yeah. How you doing, Vive? Uh... It's a lot, but yeah, it's a relief in a way. 
How so? Because there's a lot I don't have to wonder about anymore, you know? Yeah. I'd rather know and be able to take it into my own hands, you know? Yeah. You know, I don't know if this is going to be useful, but I, I, I don't know. Seeing him over there on the bed in the vision, it made me kind of think about the last time we talked to him and how we could have asked some way more specific questions if we had any <laughs> idea what the fuck we were missing. Wow, but um, what I mean is he said he wanted you to be happy. Yeah. And I think that's important. Yeah, I always figured that he gave up a lot for me, but in the way of, you know, giving me the good parts of... <laughs> The rabbit. Right. <laughs> and just, you know, years of his life, but there are new levels of realizing what he did for me. And that's a lot, and it's also, it's, I don't know. He really was my dad. He definitely was. Lachlan stands up and approaches you, Alviva, and he crouches down beside you. And he puts a hand on your arm and says, Listen, that was fucked. Do you want some <laughs> real drugs, not magic space bullshit? Yes. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking is that there's a lot to unpack and we're going to have to sit with it. But this feels like a funeral and that's not right. It should be awake. <laughs> so let's turn this into a wake. I've got some good shit in here. Excellent. Oh, got us. And that's why, and that's why you decided he came along. Yep. <laughs> you all wake up in the morning tired and a little bit groggy, tiny bit hungover, a bit seedy, but overall, you're not too depressed. You've celebrated Grayson. You said goodbye to him before, and now you're celebrating him. And we're celebrating Alviva. Yeah! yeah exactly. I think Alviva's that, alive. Uh, yeah, Alviva's alive, and that's great. Love to be alive. I think that um, <laughs> all in time the morning, favorite pastime. Yeah, exactly. Um, she either leaves a note or lets someone know, and then kind of like goes out for a while, does a little bit of hunting, just to like, for old times' sake, and also nothing beats fresh meat. My God, mm. Mm. brings back breakfast and takes the time to kind of clear her head. Juliana's 100% the last one to roll out of bed. <laughs> yeah, roll out of bed to the smell of breakfast cooking. That yes. that will do it. Lachlan is just kicking himself for not bringing coffee. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. I was like, is there, is there, is there a tea or something? <laughs> Unfortunately, the house, the, the cupboards in the house seem to be bare of supplies. Even dry no. goods. There might be something like a, uh, uh, like Labrador. There might be some, some shrubs that they're not the worst tea. Kind of like rose or some kind tea. of bark? Yeah, fair. Yeah, there's some bark. I can scrounge something. Great. Okay, bark tea. Yay. After you've had breakfast, uh, Kieran goes outside and has a little chat with Sierka, who's come down. Sierka offers you words of comfort, Beef, but... Uh, they do say, we do need to get going. The portals are going to be shifting soon, so we need to get out of here. 
Yeah, about that. I actually have a question for you two. Yeah? What's up? If I wanted to take this seriously, the Star Warden stuff, I know that the Starheart stuff, that's, you know, not exactly your purview, but would you be able to help me figure this out? What, like, train you? Yeah. The things that you know. Kieran looks away and is like, oh, I, I don't know, it's probably not a good idea. I don't care if it's a good idea. I want to know if you can do it. Uh, are, are you guys within earshot of everybody else at this point? Definitely. Okay. Excuse me? I mean, the first question I'm... is just, can you? Would you be able to? Kieran opens his mouth and Sierka cuts him off and they say, we're willing to try. Well, that's, I think that's probably a fair answer. Uh, Juliana will slam her plate and then stand up and be like, you saying she's not good enough for you? <laughs> Shit. It, it comes out mumbled because you're, they're, out, they're standing just outside the front door and you're inside the house. Okay, then Juliana opens the window. <laughs> Oh, now I'm in trouble. Okay, can it's, you... It's not that she's not good enough for you, Kieran says. It's just that I don't want to... I don't want to... And Sierka bumps him with their head and, and says, He's just afraid that he might ruin her life. That's all. No big deal. Hey, fuck you! Fuck you, buddy! I'll be this great! And and Sierka turns to you, Jill, and says, But are you okay with your friend leaving? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna ask them about that. I did this. I figured I should ask if it was possible before I broke the news. So please give me a moment to go let my friends yell at me lovingly. Um, can you hold on for just a while longer? That's fine. Great. Okay. And Alviva will half sheepishly uh, kind of, you know, brace herself and, and come inside to the, t the table. You're what? Oh, I'm sorry, Jill. I, I, I meant to bring it up properly. But listen, while you, I don't necessarily want you to go. I understand that you might. You want to go. leave? I don't want to leave, but I was thinking, even on the way here, about you know, you remember when we went to the crystal place and yeah. we had to be confronted with our fears and our worries and you know I had to accept that I am moving forward into my destiny willingly instead of just being a kid and letting things happen and pretending that it's all a big joke um, and what I've learned more and more is that a lot of people have done a lot and given up a lot and died to keep me safe and to give me the chance to do something with my life. That's what Grayson wanted, right? And I want to honor that and to really find out what I can do and what I can be more than just, you know, a bomb or a just, you know, <sighs> someone who's just along for the ride. And I've learned so much with you all and on our adventures. And it turns out people are nice sometimes. And it's fun to have friends. And I want that. But I think that to really push it and to learn 
what the hell my destiny is that I need to take a different path for a while. Oh. Oh, oh, Alviva. I'm sorry. No, 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 don't. Don't, don't apologize. That's not... That's not something to apologize for. I'm gonna become the biggest badass you've ever seen. <laughs> and You absolutely are. I'm going to come back and we're going to blow up a big worm with the power of a disco ball sun heart or something. I don't know the friendship, specifics. The power of friendship, probably. Yeah, but more importantly, the power of blasting things with incredibly powerful magic yeah. and friendship. That is my favorite problem solving method. Yeah. No, I... Sorry, I just, I want to ask if you're going to be okay, but no, obviously you're going to be okay. You're going to be amazing. I, I, I just, it, it's, I'm sorry, it's happening kind of fast. I, did somebody else talk? I need to go just kind of pace around the room a little I understand, Thief. Uh, it hurts. Saying goodbye always does. But we'll see you again soon. And you need to do this. And I, I trust you to be able to do it. And I love you. You're one of my best friends. And I want you to go into this knowing that if you're in, like, a dark moment with Stierka and Kirin, if you're struggling or the darkness seems overwhelming as you figure out what you can do, just know that there's a bunch of bozos here who love you. <laughs> yeah. I love you guys too. Alviva Artie. and Artie puts his hands on Alviva's shoulders. It's okay to not know. It's okay to not know what you want to be. Sometimes you hitch a ride and you make some mistakes and then you find some family. So whenever you're ready you can come back to the boat. And you know what, Aviv? Honestly, the, the one you're screwing over most here is, is Artie, because you just got the Starheart thing, and you're very warm and cozy, so Nap Squad is losing the coziness almost as soon as it gets I know. in. <laughs> I oh, don't no. know how I'll live I'm the true Nap victim squad. here. I know. I'm the worst victim. You can use my bunk sometimes if you want. Just don't do anything in it. Okay. <laughs> how could I use your bunk without doing anything in it? I could... Wait. Hold on. Ow, my head. <laughs> Having one of those things. A headache with pictures. And uh. I'm gonna miss the ship and the nap squad and the boyfriend's drama. I'm very happy for you, by the way. Jill. Thanks. You're gonna sort shit out. As you say that, Sieka, uh, nudges Kieran forward and whispers and like lifts their massive head up and whispers something in his ear and Kieran goes oh yeah and he pulls out a matching insignia to Alviva's one from around his neck and he hands it over to the party and says uh 
So, uh, so you, so you can talk to her when you need to. Thanks. Oh, good. I was going to insist that you start spending your sending budget on me, <laughs> but I guess now you won't have to. Uh, Jill is going to pick up all Viva and sweep her up into a hug. Uh, <laughs> Are you kidding me? Of course, of course. You're like, you'll be my last, you'll be my last spent sending. Whatever the fuck, okay? You gotta, you are like my little sister. Just take care of yourself out there, okay? I can't fucking heal you. So you're just gonna have to get really, really good at dodging shit. Listen. You know that I do not get any closer to things that want to hurt me than I have to. And right. I promise I will only continue to blast things from far, far away. Just try not to blow yourself up on the phlogiston, you little nerd. I learned my lesson once. Oh, I'm going to have to find someone new to yell at me. You little pyromaniac. It's fine. I think Karen can probably be induced to, to dad yell at you. <laughs> I need it. And, you know, you guys look after yourselves, too. I mean, you, you're losing the wisest member of your party. <laughs> that is, smartest? Wisest? Shit. My, my wisdom's 20. There was something that you were, like, really, really better at than me or something. I'm, th I'm somethingist. Yeah. <sighs> it's not strongest. But it's I something. think you might be the smartest. I might be the smartest, which is a terrifying statement. <laughs> okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll look into this Vidoni, old Vidoni space thing, and we'll let you know what we find, and, and I'll, we'll, we'll be really annoying about messaging you a lot. Good. Be like old times. It's been a long time since I've actually felt annoyed around you all anymore, which is a, a weird statement. Oh, no. Even. You're going to make me start crying again. <laughs> oh. Well, I know it's sudden, and I don't do goodbyes. Don't forget to stop by the ship and tell them all to, and oh no, somebody's- Oh, I don't wanna. You gotta, please, and also you'll need to, like, yeah. get your stuff, and oh, uh, well, at least you'll have breadsticks with you. Nobody's gonna bite my ear anymore. I'm gonna tell Lamore to bite your ear. It'll be hard. See the giant snail. Jill, you feel like a, scra a scrabbling uh, at your ankle, and Breadsticks is actually there, and she shimmies up your leg, and then pops her head out like she goes ah! under your clothes, like a like a little rat, <laughs> and then pops her head out your collar and nips your ear one last time. Draws blood for just for all Thanks. Sake. I still don't know yeah. what you're gonna do with that blood. Breadsticks doesn't understand personal space. Also, I have a better idea. Hey, Lachlan. <laughs> Uh, yeah? What's up? Oh, no. Remind Jill of breadsticks now and then. Give her a little bite on the ear. <laughs> hey. He turns a... He blushes to a deep pine green. Juliana turns deep red, too. Oh, no. Wait, you're allowed to bite How each other? You? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna miss you, Beef. Uh, you, you'd be good out there, you know? But don't Thank be that you. good. Treat Juliana right, or I will come back and explode you. I I will live in fear. <laughs> good. I, I know Lachlan said be good out there, but don't be that good, okay, Vive? Okay. Save the best muddy books for me when I get back. We'll give we'll you a full book report. Make sure to steal a few books for yourself. 
All right, I'm gonna go. I will politely threaten Kieran. Okay. She will go out. And she will go out. We don't have to actually do that part, but she will go out. She will have words with Kieran. Yeah. There is a lot of animated gesticulating from Jill and uh, grave nodding from Kieran. And uh, then she'll basically just like give like a thumbs up to Circa because she doesn't have to worry about them. Yeah, they're fine. Circa's fine. So you all load up onto Circa's back and they take you back to the ship. You put out the fire in the house. You leave it nicer than you found it. But you do head back to the clearing with the ship. There are more tears, more hugs, more crying. Bondar is stoic. Kara is dismissive. Veli <laughs> gives you a very mechanical, awkward hug, as if they're trying to act like a fleshling. Oh, uh, it's okay. You can act like a plant. <laughs> I bet it's like the. Uh, I bet it's like the Gravity Falls awkward twin hug. Just pat, pat, <laughs> pat, pat. And they said, "Oh, okay, that's fine then." And then they reach up, and from one of the stalks coming out of their head, they they close their eyes, and it blooms. A bud appears, oh. and it blooms into a bright red rose. And they reach up and wince as they pluck it off their head. And they say, don't worry about this, it'll die in like a day or two, but here. And they give you a rose from their head. Oh my god, Alviva's wow. just like, jaw drop, flushed, flushing so hard, just like stammering. They are some kind of rosebush. <sighs> Thank you. None of this weird plant romance stuff, you hear? This is just because you're my friend, okay? Okay. Thank you for clarifying. These were confusingly mixed signals, but I appreciate your friendship, Rose. You're my friend also. Thank you. I'm sorry about the weird plant stuff. It just keeps happening <laughs> to me. It's okay. I don't blame you. <laughs> Hurst gives okay. you a massive hug and Lawnmower and uh, Dewey all give you their goodbyes. But the last thing that the party sees of you, Alviva, is you mounting up on Sierka with Kieran. And Sierka takes off and you all watch as Alviva rises, uh, flies off into the rising sun. Gem Jammer is performed by Annie Creighton, Anna Emmeline, Rio Rios, Mackenzie Weaver, and for one last time, Alexi Peppers. Thank you, Alexi, for everything you've brought to this show. We will miss you, and we wish you all the best. Our cover art is by Canary Witch, who can be found at canarywitch.card.co, and our character art is by Rio Rios, who can be found at rioris.com. Our opening and closing music is by Saad Akhtar Ali. For bonus content, such as Juliana's private diary, Anna's homebrew stuff, and early releases of our other show, I Will Fight You, our Patreon has it all from only a dollar a month at patreon.com slash thegemjam. Thank you so very much for listening. Stay safe out there, and we'll catch you next time. Where did you guys end up eating at the, at the Mariners game?
You know, that was the sad thing was that oh, no. we had, su- well, no, it's just we had such a good brunch. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's so much food there, but we were so full of brunch. Uh, I think I I had, a, I got peanuts because I was like, I got to have the, the you kind of have to, yeah, the experience. 